17th of July 2017 and of course the question today is of course should you drive in Beijing and if you do would you want to drive an automatic or a manual car? Uh, this is far more a personal issue for me. Uh, I grew up in Europe seeing people shift gears, although the family had mostly a uh, automatic. I was very much at the age of five and six when I was still in Beijing before I'd move out from Beijing to Switzerland. Uh, I would always see or hear two things. First of all, um, I would always see this driver in front of me move this stick with a ball on top of it every three, four or five seconds and he possibly take it down, he possibly would shift it up and I was always very curious about what on earth that thing was. The second thing was often when I was just about to fall asleep I would hear occasionally sounds like this which for the uninitiated is basically some Beijing driver wobbling the stick uh, as he or she more likely he was coming to a uh, complete stop, possibly at a uh, red light. Now, for those of you who are wondering, should I drive in Beijing? We have the world's second largest subway network in the world. The answer is actually yes, unless you live in the dead city center. And here's the reason why. The Beijing subway, colossal as it is, is just half done. The plans are to expand you know it's you know it's to expand the network to nearly a thousand kilometers in just under three or four years time uh, right now the mileage we have about is 600 kilometers so there's basically um, a huge chunk of high quality subway building still to be done with about six tenths that's like about um, three-fifths there's still two-fifths of the, of the network that's not done including a few city routes uh, so that's basically why you should possibly be thinking about driving especially for number two if you're going to be discovering the rest of the city because believe it or not Beijing is considered to me as a Swiss citizen more Swiss than Shanghai in Shanghai the most mountainous peak we have is probably around Shishan Shishan is to the southwest of Shanghai that's pretty much you know it's it's not very tall the elevation isn't great and um, I mean Someone said I had an observatory, I need to check it out. But then again, it's not really perfect. And so the answer really is, in Beijing, it's far more Swiss than you would imagine. Because there, there are mountains in western Beijing, northern Beijing, northeastern Beijing, a slight bit of eastern Beijing around Pingu. There's a there's more hills, not really a mountain, but there's a uh, fair bit of land around, like about half to uh, two-thirds of a city. Uh, so for those of us who like looking at mountains, who enjoy climbing one or uh, trying one, um, the steering wheel it's possibly the better choice out of a duo Beijing or Shanghai and there's a huge chunk of Beijing outside the sixth ring road that does not have a proper rail connection be it subway or national rail or suburban rail now they're improving the network right now with a 1000 kilometer intercity network being built around Beijing Tianjin and Hebei that will still take a few years though so um, getting a car right now makes sense. Obviously to get a car is another issue because you have to take part in the city's private car lottery. But other than that, the other question is, should I get an automatic or manual? I would say a manual for two very simple reasons. First of all, it's a lot more fun to drive and you're more awake because something or other 
inside you will have to decide when you shift up or down. Your legs will need to move, your hand will need to move, there is less likelihood you're going to be basically, um, you know, falling asleep whilst you're on the move. And second of all, it's faster. As I've seen from personal experience, you get to actually leave a, you know, if you're in the car at the very front of a traffic queue and the light's just gone from red to green, uh, basically, you get the head start. The moment you see it turning green, you go straight for like about a um, couple hundred yards in first and then shift to second. So when you are hitting something like about 30 kilometers per hour, you, sh you shift to second. That can be a godsend, especially if some other car thinks you're very, very slow. Is it very fuel efficient? Not very, but remember in China, the rule of the road is everyone wants to be number one. So if you take it from this point of view, if you take it from the point of view that nobody likes you on the road and you're probably much better off being number one and everyone wants to see you being number one, then actually a manual gear change makes a lot of sense. And also, here's one for the Americans. If you do not know how to drive a manual gear change car, good luck driving or renting a car in Europe, right? Because that's where everyone, both you know, basically defaults to a manual gear change car. Right, that's a look at Beijing in terms of the highways, the roads, and uh, getting mileage in your own four wheels. Uh, very close to trains. Next time it will be on trains. So I'll see you with the next episode, with the next show. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your company.